Welcome back to the Barca Breakdown. My name is Adam. I'm here with the youths. What's up, guys? Hit that subscribe button because we just had our first game with Sergi Barjuan as the coach instead of Ronald Koeman. And all of our problems were solved. We won three <laughs> points. We won La Liga. We're going to win the Champions League in a treble. We got you. Isn't this amazing, youths? Okay. So not exactly what happened, right? Sure. And we have to temper our expectations. It's something we talked about in our last video here. Uh, not only about once Javi, who hopefully, and, and it seems almost certain now, will come in about a week or two, but even with Barjuan as the interim coach, it's not going to change overnight, right? And it's not like things are going to magically get that much better, sure. especially, you know, with one game and, you know, a few trainings in hand. And then there's also the injury issues that keep climbing up. Sergio Berto was injured, right? So we're going to cover today the starting lineup, our thoughts about it, then kind of the player performances, how each player was doing, and, and our general thoughts about the game, right? And as we look into the starting lineup, it was pretty typical, right? Again, we have Dest as right wing. Then we have Aguero as striker. Glad to see him start a full game, although he would eventually get injured with some sort of irregular heartbeat, which we're worried about. Depay on the left wing. Then in midfield, right, with uh, Pooch still not having that much playtime under him, and with Frankie Jong and Pedri injured, we had Nico, Busquets, and Gavi. And then in the back four, we had Mingueza, Piquet, Eric Garcia, Jordi Alba, and Ter Stegen in back, right? And so you look at that starting lineup, and I, I just it, – it, it is what it is, right? That's the lineup we have to play. <laughs> Would we prefer to play two teenagers and Nico and Gavi? No. Were they pretty phenomenal in this game? Yes. And so, you know, what did you think about the lineup when you saw it come out? I mean, it's typical, but, like, that – we had two training days, really, before between uh, Rayo Valcana, Vallecana and today's game. And on top of that, like you just covered, we have so many injuries. What are we really to do with the lineup? I, I don't really know. And mm -hmm. you even saw in today's game the substitutes that we utilized. Very um, young. Ooh. Balde. Yeah. Coutinho. Okay, well, Coutinho, Langlet, not sure. that young. But, yeah, uh, we also had just oh, – um, I forget that guy's name. Number yeah, 33. New, I believe he's a Moroccan <laughs> player. Yeah. Um, and then we also put on – But, what I mean, in this case, what are we supposed to expect, right? I didn't I, – I thought it was typical. But we go into this game. And things look pretty good. Yeah, right? 25 that minutes. First half. Mm -hmm. First half was, was nice. I thought overall – you know, the big issue we had with Komen and his uh, reign, especially this season, was <laughs> that once we got the ball near our attacking, um, near their goal, we just didn't have any strategy or any sure. way to get a, a score. And the only way there was a, some semblance of a strategy w was when Luke Jong was starting and we were just trying to cross and pray and hope Kill that he would me on connect. That one. And that never, ever yeah. works, right? And so in this game, it did seem like our players were trying to make more runs. I mean, I'm not sure, sure if it's because Nico and Gavi are younger and it seems like they have a more forward-thinking attack mindset than Frankie Jong and Pedri even have sometimes. But there were runners trying to get to the ball. Uh, again, Jordi Alba, even though last game we thought he was injured and not playing that well, he did turn up, especially in that first half, was making runs, trying to connect. There were some opportunities there for sure. um, Depay to make and also Aguero. However, we just, we just couldn't, couldn't get that goal, right? And then we go into the second half, and you're thinking, okay, we just need to do more of the first half. And then mm -hmm. we come out in the 46th minute, and Depay from outside the box, just a beautiful curler, right, ice cold into the top right of the, the net. Boom, we're up 1-0. Mm -hmm. And everything went perfect after that, right? Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, right. But, like, here's the problem. They scored right after we fell asleep. That's the obviously PK, bad Garcia, PK. Yeah. But at the same time, like, look at the, the fact that uh, Depay had to score that shot from outside the box. That's another... Um, indication that we couldn't get the ball inside and create that space in yeah. the second half. That's a, it's a low um, expected goal yeah, shot, right? Exactly. I mean, even though it went in and we were very happy, it, it's just our only goal of the game and only really good chance came from outside the box. Although there were two opportunities that Gabi sure. created, both of them right Depay. after they scored to Depay. Mm -hmm. He just, however, wasn't able to, to fully get it in. 
And, you know, the rest of the half, they wasted some time. Our players, we subbed in a lot of young players, right? Mm -hmm. Coutinho really, really bad, does not look good. Uh, Ricky Pooch had some good passes, but overall looks a little bit rusty. And so, but you know, what really shows how mm -hmm. just injured we are and how little we have to, to really maneuver once it gets to the second half is that we had Balde at left wing when he's, you know, a Barca B right winger. And then Coutinho as that right center mm -hmm. mid, it's just not working for but us. We had a lot of bad passing in terms of just letting the ball up. Busquets made a couple fumbles there. Yeah. Uh, we a lot of passing back and not creating space. Uh, letting the defense uh, form before we even got to the box was bad. I saw a couple times we were running with open space. And instead of making a forward pass or trying to get some width, we would kind of stop and pass the ball back. I mean, dude, we had a hundred or 811 passes and they had 210, and we only scored one goal, and they scored one goal. That's bad. On top of that, we had uh, 16 total shots, five on goal, which is an improvement, I would say, because I think one of our main criticisms was we were not taking enough shots on goal. We weren't forcing the goalie to make save, but in this game, I saw kind of a little bit of opposite of that. It's just a lot of times those shots were not placed very well, and they were easy to be snubbed, right? So I think we need to improve, obviously, in our creativity and our um, I mean, forward movement. everything needs to be improved true, right our true. defense again swiss cheese <laughs> on that goal right after we score we just let them drive through us mm -hmm. uh, granted they had a nice you know uh like behind the leg pass and then he had a, a nice touch beautiful. to get past her yeah. it was a beautiful goal by alaves but our defense was letting us down uh yeah our creativity at times was, was not good even though there were a few opportunities from gavi and then our finishing also was lackluster i felt like depai from those gavi passes could have had at least one goal there on some of those shots mm -hmm. and so you know, what it really comes down to is is players are not performing well. Like, it's it, of course, Ronald Koeman didn't have a structure in a way that was going to do well, and he didn't make the changes needed. At the same time, though, we are just having players not perform sure. great. And as much as a coach can influence these things, I think Pep came out with a talk about how, you know, the, the manager actually doesn't have that much of an effect, right? The players on the pitch still have to deliver. And part of why Pep said he was so successful is because, I mean, he you know, great players. most obvious thing of all time, <laughs> but he had great players performing yeah. great on a routine basis. And so it goes back to our, our video about Komen leaving and Javi, you know, looking like he's going to be the next manager is, will he have the, the uh, authority and the confidence to be able to bench Busquets, PK, right? Mm -hmm. Two of these old guard players who are just not showing up. Busquets has had a few bad games in a row, right? His giveaway was the reason we lost or the reason we gave up the goal in the last game. Mm -hmm. And then PK today, again, just does not look like he's at all in the game and ready to perform at the level we need him to be. And so it, it, the opposite, right, is that, hey, we have to play a lot of young players, but we're going to do that no matter what. Sure. So I really want to see Barjuan or Xavi or whoever the next coach is have the stones to come out there and bench these players who are not performing. Philip Coutinho is Oof. just an embarrassment. Yeah. He just he can't string together shots. He loses the ball and dribbles routinely, and then he doesn't fight to get it back. I mean, it, it, the team, Mingueza has also appeared very average lately. I mean, I know he needs some more time to, to keep improving, but the players are playing bad. Sure. Well, I mean, okay. Again, we had two days between the l our last game and today's game. So I don't think that Barjuan was going to be able to make too much of a difference. But we do have a game coming up this uh, week in Champions League. Crucial. Against, yeah, against Kiev. And so, like, will that be enough time to change anything? I still don't think so because we s that's another two days. Uh, yeah, two days because game's on Tuesday. And so... <sighs> We really have to get a strategy down. I totally agree with you. Our players are not performing very well. But we need to – the coach needs to come up with some plays, right? We need to create space. Like, what is going on in terms of – like, that's a huge criticism of Komen. He didn't have a strategy. Now, Barjuan has been on the Barca B mm -hmm. team as the manager for a long time. He's uh, – tip or he's – 
trained in the Barca style. He should be able to make a change, but how much time is that going to take? And how is he going to implement changes in terms of training to increase our effectiveness on the pitch? Well, one thing that was interesting mm-hmm. is there were some journalists I saw on Twitter note that the Barca pre-match warm-up seemed a lot more intense than it that's had been. That's good. Whether that's the mm-hmm. players bringing that intensity or the coach, I don't know. I mean, I think at the end of the day, what we're trying to say is we really need people to be patient. It's what sure. we've been saying for four months now, ever since Messi left, is that, hey, we're going through a rebuild. It's going to be tough. Like Even if Xavi comes in, we need to be patient with him and allow him yeah. the time totally. to train these players to perform how we need. Time is not on our side, though, right? As we all know, we're not even in the top eight right now, right? I think we're 10th. Number nine. We're number nine in La Liga, which... Leaves us with a very, very slim chance to even think about the Champions League sure. next season, as sad as <laughs> sad as that can be. Yeah. Uh, and what we're trying to do, like we talked about in the last video, is we need to set our expectations right because we don't want Xavi to be the same situation as Komen. Sure. We've talked about this whole analogy the same, how they're coming in with the legend gone, all that good jazz. And I just I feel like we all have to just take a step back and realize, okay, Nico and Gavi are good, but they're very young, right? Mm-hmm. Balde, we have to play him in a game where we need a goal late in the game, and we're playing him on the left, whereas he plays on the right side in Barca sure. B. And, you know, nothing that we're doing is working well because of how many injuries we have, right? Fati, Dembele, Sergio Roberto, Pedri, um, Pedri Dejong. Yep. Now Nico and Gavi might be injured. I mean, the, the injuries just keep piling up, and it's going to be it's going to take us some time to, to turn things right. Well, I think one of our biggest notes was that we need to show improvement over time. And so, obviously, with Komen gone, we hope to see that next three games, maybe, because we need time, obviously, to adjust and create that uh, change. But will that happen? That's the biggest question. Yeah. And also, under Barjuan, we're not going to have that much time, like you said. I think... What was it? Maybe November twentieth that Javi might come in if that's the if those reports are accurate. So we do have some time before then and now, and obviously we need to see some type of improvement. But we still have, like you just said, a large r- roster of injured players, and, and so that's what we need. We, really, yeah. the thing we need to focus on for November and December is just getting people healthy. Yeah, I mean, th- we've been railing against the Barca physio team for like five years now <laughs> because the injuries and the the slow recoveries are just just. Sure piling up year after year and, and day after day this season and so let us know in the comments what you guys think about the Barca performance and how we can best you know structure our expectations so that we don't be we're not toxic we're not you know pissed off every game when we're gonna have a lot of draws a lot of sure. losses and hopefully we just slowly start to build up to where we're you know winning points and moving up the ladder more in La Liga thank you guys thanks guys I think that was good <laughs>